0: Well, a little earlier than last week, but it's the nhsportspage.com podcast, and uh, this one is brought to us by our friends at Great Bay Community College, the men's and women's hoops teams getting ready for the upcoming season. And you can check out all the athletic stuff at gogreatbay.com, locations in Portsmouth and Rochester. And, Dave, we have a guest in studio, probably for the – well, I think this is the first time, and, you know, the way we operate, probably the last time that our guest yeah. Yeah. made this mistake, uh, the sports editor – of Seacoast Online, Porch Herald and uh, the Foster's Daily Democrat, Ryan O'Leary is in the house. What's
1: up, guys? Thanks for I having know, me so, on.
0: So as it turns out, this is going to be an all-Exeter podcast. <laughs> 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 I'm spring- Ryan told me to spring that on you late. We're going to
2: spend 45 minutes breaking down Keene uh, at home against Exeter yes. this week, and then we'll, we'll try to get to everything else in the last two minutes of the of the podcast.
1: Yeah, but but a- welcome, Ryan. Thank you. good to yeah. have you here. Yeah, thanks for having me on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Ryan uh, and the uh, Portsmouth Herald crew do a great, great job. I think, in my opinion, they're the best newspaper in the state as far as covering high school sports. So, oh, without a uh, and Ryan and I talked all summer about doing this together, so we're excited to have you on, bud. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it. I apologize for what's about to happen in the next 45 <laughs> nah, minutes. Man, we,
1: we used to have a, a little podcast ourselves. Unfortunately, that, that's not happening anymore, so uh, it's, it's fun to be back on.
2: With yeah. John Doyle.
1: Yeah, yeah, with J.D., so Can you Obviously imagine when John Doyle
2: just kind of went off on his trains of thoughts, what, what yeah, that would it was, entail? Oh, so, I
0: heard it, yeah. It was, it, sometimes I was a guest, and, and John would ask a 13-minute question. I'm just
2: kidding, John. <laughs> there a lot of,
1: there's a lot of randomness, <laughs> uh, but it was fun.
2: <laughs> we like John a lot. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so wait, so you're headed to Miami? That's right, tomorrow for UNH morning. For football?
0: Yeah, the bus leaves campus at 6.15, so I don't even get to sleep in.
2: And for what I understand, you get in at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. 1 or 2-ish. And the, in the game one or two, and the game is on Saturday night.
0: Yes, seven o'clock Saturday night. Uh, you're every, not you're every, not
2: good with all that free time.
0: Ever well, I'm bringing you know you know just gonna play a little chess, me and Bob Littman. Uh, you know crossword puzzles. Uh, you know uh, shuffleboard's big in Florida, sure. right? So that's I think that's the
2: plan. Sure, a little little yoga it's probably not, yeah. Not a
0: little yoga, a lot a of lot yoga, <laughs> a lot <laughs> of yoga.
2: I hope you <laughs> and Murph <laughs> survive the trip. How do you and Ace look in week one against Holy Cross? Well, that was a terrible loss. That was terrible. It,
0: it, yeah, so it was. So yeah, so it was. it See, was, I don't know enough. To it know. was a bad loss because they they were up with two minutes to go. Uh, so they started the uh, the redshirt freshman quarterback Brett Edwards looked a little nervous. Uh, wasn't making uh, you know some makeable throws. wasn't making them. Offensive line had some struggles. Holy Cross's defense played pretty well. The defense for UH was lights out. I mean, they had two short fields. Only and that's the
2: opposite of usual. Yeah, I saw you yeah. tweeting
0: that. That's yeah. The defense was fantastic. Uh, only allowed two field goals. Um, the second half, so they were down 6-0 at the half. Weren't, weren't really moving the ball. Second half, uh, Max Brosmer comes in. Now, you're you're familiar with my son Cameron McIsaac, right? I've heard of him, yes. Okay. He, If you put Max Brosmer, who's a true freshman out of Georgia, and Cameron McIsaac next to each other, you'd say, oh, Cam's the older kid. Not not so much. Oh, and really? He's, yeah, the baby face assassin. He has a laser beam for an arm. Just nice. So he looked a lot better directing the offense for whatever reason. And, uh, you know, led them, you know, uh, first drive, eight-minute drive. They only got a field goal out of it, but he, they had a 10-6 lead, uh, you know, with two minutes to go. Goal lines in, get the ball back. Uh, shotgun snap because nobody runs under center anymore. Hand off to Carlos Washington, Jr., who was fantastic. Got tackled in the end zone. Looked like he was down. Ball came out. Holy Cross got on top of it. They go to review. They held it up as a touchdown. Did you cover
2: the game, Ryan? Were you out there? No, I wasn't. No, no. it
0: was it was it was rough. Though. Did you do the yeah. Joe
2: Castiglione, the high drive to the left?
0: <laughs> no, that was <laughs> yeah. Bob. Bob Livan was on top of that, but they had a, had a chance at a hail mary, it bounced off a couple of hands, but couldn't couldn't haul it in. But offense got better as a game went along, but the defense is going to have to carry the offense this year.
2: So. Yeah.
1: Um, thirteen ten at Holy Cross. I just yeah, Holy Cross got crushed in their week one game too. I obviously probably didn't have any uh. Any business winning the game that they play, what was it? Tulane or something they played? Navy. They played that, oh, Navy, Navy, yeah. Navy, Navy, so yeah. they
0: played that goofy triple option offense and Right, right yeah. run over. Yeah.
1: It's just man.
0: But FIU stinks, so we have a chance to be competitive this week. So that's my analysis. All right. If they stink, we gotta play better.
2: Stay out of the sun. <laughs> you're not good in the sun. You don't do well that's when you're true. out there. Yes. You overheat very quickly. So what we did last week on the podcast is uh is pick every game. Um, That's aggressive, man. It's hilarious that Ryan thinks that like this, like that we're keeping track or anything like oh, that. Yeah. We don't know who won, but it, it's our way of going through every game. Um, and and I think I think we did pretty well. We were very wrong on Fall Mountain last week against Mascoma. We both yes, were very, very wrong. I led you out. astray. That's kind of how my dare problem. you? I was told yeah, well, that Fall Mountain was looking pretty good, who and told you that. Coaches that uh, apparently wow. don't have a really, <laughs> really good deal <laughs> for everybody, right? <laughs> on deep. So floor. we do
0: that, but I think you wanted to bring Ryan in to talk a little bit about the, the changing landscape of uh, like a high school sports media coverage. Was that was that part of the deal? Or? Yeah, yeah. Well, That's I, mean, fun. I, I mean,
2: I I can just see I'm getting
1: I can see I'm getting trolled on Twitter by some people. We don't have to call them out, huh? but yeah. But I'm already getting trolled. People don't really know exactly what they're talking about. Um, but I mean, so you guys at New Hampshire Sports Page, you're online. So you have the benefit of being online. I have to do the website and the newspaper. And as you guys probably know, the newspaper is a struggle. And uh, there's a whole audience out there that we gotta try to connect with online. So we're just trying to figure out ways to uh, cater our coverage more towards the web and a little bit less towards the, just less focus on the print. You know, if I'm spending five of my eight hours a night on the print section, and the print is slowly going away each year. Yeah, The subscriptions are going down. You have to make changes. So that's fine. People can troll me on Twitter all they want. Um Who's, it's, who's it's cool. trolling
0: you? Do you need me to uh, No, – I'm an attack dog I'll, I'll tell Twitter.
1: you. I can tell you after. All right. I mean, it's, Salem it's parents pretty, like
2: to come after my guys. It's <laughs> <if that laughs> pretty easy.
1: I mean, no, I mean, look, I mean, you're right. I mean, it is changing, and it should. It should change. Like, we – it should change. We need to evolve if you keep doing the same things that you're always doing. And – and you have actual analytics telling you that it's not working out in your favor, you've got to make changes.
2: We, we, we've done a lot of that. And what, what's interesting for, on our side of it, and I'm sure this relates to you guys as well, is how people get information. And I, I really kind of had a, a – there was a moment a couple years ago where a high school kid texted me. I think it was one of the kids who played for me in the Seacoast. So We had my number, and he said, Hey, when are you putting your column up? And, of course, the, my Thursday column, which is up today, goes up at 6.15 a.m., just for whatever reason. It's what I've always done it. And it was like 8.30. I'm like, it's been on for two hours. Well, I hadn't put it on Twitter yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like.
0: And it didn't it, exist. Yeah.
2: If I, if I don't bring it to him. And I'm this isn't me complaining. This is me saying, oh, so this is how it is. And, you know, what we've really done this year is Instagram. Because Jen and Nicole Morero have been like, we got to get on Instagram. we got to yep. get on. So yep. what we do after every game is we put that team picture where we have the entire team interviewed. It was Nashville and North last week. And then we tag, try tag every kid. So. to to what you guys are doing it's always evolving and it's it's i'm sure you like us are trying to figure out how people get their information right i mean that's yeah
1: no 100 it's it's a lot of social media but i mean i can i can tell you like we've always treated the website like it's an extension of the print and you can't live like that anymore you gotta flip that yeah um so yeah i mean people are saying on you know people are saying that we're not covering games anymore we are we're still covering games we're just covering stuff in in a different way and and we're still gonna try to be a really good sports section that people are proud of, and we're gonna try to make seacoastonline.com a little bit more visible on the sports side um, than just news, and that's kind of what we're trying to do this fall. And we're doing things a little different, and uh, so far, I think it's been it's been pretty successful. So,
0: yeah, and I'm sure Ryan, you don't have to speak to this at all, but uh, just like in the radio business, uh, the newspapers are forced are being forced for whatever reason to do. Less with more. I think that was the line in the wire when, uh, when <laughs> at the Baltimore Sun. But so yeah, I mean, there's only so much you know, uh, you know, however many full-time people you have can do. I mean, you can't be everywhere you'd like to be, but you can't be everywhere at once. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. Yeah.
1: I mean, you know, and there's analytics out there, and we know what people want to read and what people interact with the most. And at some point, you got to figure out what your audience is, and you got to cater your coverage towards that audience, and you have to try to grow. You can't just keep doing the same things if it's not working out. Uh, So that's kind of the mindset we're in right now. Uh, We're a couple weeks into the fall season. I we have not got it figured out yet. Yeah. Um. But you know we got a team that's gonna keep plugging away at it, and that's kind of where we're at.
0: Right
2: on. Yeah, you guys do do a very good job, and I and I and I see that. uh, you know, all over the place with, you know, some newspapers and even uh, I think Joe Marshalina and, and, and Roger have, you know, paywalls on their site and stuff like that. So everybody's trying to figure out exactly how to be successful. And we've done the same thing where, you know, we, we've we've kind of run into a few brick walls in our 12, 12 years doing this. So. So what you're going through, we've been through, and Kyle probably will again. It's all, you know, it goes around and around and around. But it's kind of interesting. You just got to kind of try something, see how it works, and then you might tweak it a little bit. Hundred percent, hundred
1: percent. It's like, you know, for instance, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this story, uh, but you know, the Winnetka well, obviously Winnetka played a really good Nashville North team. Nor, Nashville North looks like they're going to be, uh, yeah, you
2: know, that was there, they're legit. Yeah, they're
1: going to be legit. Winnetka loses that game thirty-five to eight. You know, and in past years we would write a game story and, like, a follow, right? Instead, uh, Jay Pinsano, our one of our reporters, found this really great story about the Winnicott quarterback, Patrick Britton, who recognized this kid from the youth program, the Little Warriors, walking alone from practice in the dark alongside Route 1, and which is scary, right? Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it affects you when you hear that, right? Uh, whether you're a parent or not. I'm not a parent, it affects me. And Jay and I talked about it, and I said, that should be that should be what we cover, you know, that's, that's more important than this 35 to eight loss. You know, People are going to want to read about that more. So we did, we did a story on Patrick Britton and the coach talked about it and teammates talked about it. And it, you know, was very highly, uh, you know, got a lot of reactions on Facebook. People were sharing it and people cared about that story. And that's just kind of, that kind of illustrates what we're trying to do a little bit. We're trying to find those, uh, those compelling storylines, sure, if you can, yeah. uh, instead of just going straight old school gamers. So I don't know if that makes any sense, but no. that's kind of where we're at.
2: No, it's a great story, and yeah, and, uh, yeah, and I, I like we said, I think it's evolving, and uh, you know, it's uh, social media for us is just huge, and so uh, you know, it keeps evolving that way, whether it be Twitter. Kids aren't on. I, I say this all the time when we're meeting with sponsors, advertisers. All the parents are on Facebook, and not many of the kids are. And all the kids are on Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram, and not many of the parents are. So it's it's sort of like you could, you've got to you use go all. Kids are away of them. from
0: Twitter at this point. It's all Snap, Instagram, and now uh, whatever the hell TikTok is. Still a
2: lot of them are on Twitter.
0: I don't. Do you know what TikTok? I is, haven't. Right? I haven't messed around with TikTok. Either. I don't know. I've really heard my, of it. My kids talk about it. And I'm like, and and that's my. Oh God, now I'm really old. Well, what that's right? what is that? Was,
2: what is what? What is this TikTok and the hippity hop? Well, that's why that? we have Austin Grass and Reed Grubbs <laughs> and like these young guys. I told Reed Grubbs, I'm like, dude, you're gonna be my social media guy. Like, you tell me what's going on. Yeah. He was in college. I'm like, you know, so, I mean, I'm going to see Steve Martin, and Martin's short tonight. I mean, that kind of tells you my age, so, and I'm very excited about that. If El Guapo shows his face, I swear oh it.
1: And, and just in case people didn't see that uh, that story, Patrick Britton turned his car around and picked up this this young kid that he recognized and, and gave him a ride home. Um, so Wouldn't that was be a that, good story if he story. just kept driving. Right, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> so saw the so, I, I was just, wasn't sure if that was, like, Next uh, time, obvious. I'm picking that kid up. Yeah, yeah. No, that's
0: yeah, great. Yeah.
2: So let's, uh, let's go through, speaking of Winneconnet, so what I'll do is I'm just going to do the schedule of games, and we'll go down it and... Uh
0: Insert your editorial comments on the games or what? Yeah. I don't know if you ever read Drew McGarry's column where he... What talks about every game, but he doesn't necessarily talk about the games. Yeah. That's kind of uh, how this goes.
1: I'll, I'll chime in when I
2: can. How about that? <laughs> yeah, we'll go off the rails. At, yeah, yeah. At, you just want to yell at one of us, too. At That's some fine. point, Ryan, I'm just telling you this right now. At some point in the next 20 minutes, you're going to sit there and go, why are we talking about Rocky Four for five straight minutes? <laughs> but it's going to happen, so just be ready. All right, so the first game, and this is in our staff picks, McIsaac. It is. Uh, so your Seacoast homer, this is just, this is hard when you got two of them. Portsmouth Oyster River at Winnikunit. I saw Winnikunit. Uh, as I said, Friday night in our opening game, we covered against Nashville North, and it was just uh, th- the size disparity between those two teams. Portsmouth's pretty big. W- it's coming. Ryan yeah. I they look very well coached. They just look like they played a bigger, more physical team. Yeah. And in football, that's pretty tough to overcome. Um, Winneconit right now doesn't have, I don't think, the playmakers they usually have. But again, those kids will – they've got some kids with a lot of speed, so I, I think they'll be there. But um, – Right now, you know, I think that team's like a year away from being really good. Um, I like Portsmouth, Oyster River, and that one. I think uh, they win that one on the line.
0: Yeah, I'll take the Clipper Cats too. The Hammer of
2: Thor. Can is we just call them Clippers? Factor.
0: You just called See, them Portsmouth, so, Oyster River. Yeah, six well, I times did, but I don't, don't want to
2: call Clipper Cats. That's different.
1: That's the thing. Though, if you you can't don't show your face around Portsmouth, if you're going to call them Portsmouth. They get Oyster really River. mad. Yeah, it's. Oh, be, I wrote it in the preview, and a bunch be, of my buddies were like, "Thank you, man. It's got to be Portsmouth Clipper Cats, or else you're going to get crap from people." Yeah, I mean. We've heard, though, that this Portsmouth offensive-defensive line led by Thor Griffith, yeah, Griffith right, who could pretty much probably body slam most opposing linemen he's going to face this year. Uh, I'm hearing that Portsmouth is big. The question is, can they not turn the ball over five times like they did last week against South? Yeah. I picked them last week and our staff picks. I was the only one who had Portsmouth over South. They, and they, let, me, they yeah. let me down. They they turned they 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 turn 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 it
0: turn. over twice, maybe. They win, right? Right, yeah, instead yeah, of five. Instead five, of five yeah, yeah, they turned
1: it over four times in the first half. It's like... I feel Coach Pafford's pain there, but yeah, I'm leaning. I'm leaning Portsmouth too. Uh, I just think it's, it's their, it's their turn to like have a 500 season or, or maybe challenge for a playoff spot a little bit. And I think yeah. the schedule sets up for them this year because this cluster that the the East is
2: playing is seems a little
1: bit down. Yeah. besides North.
2: This is kind of their year to kind of win this game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so, kind of simply yeah. put, yeah.
1: That's a good way to put it. It's, it's Portsmouth's year to like have a year and challenge for a playoff. So if, if it is their year, they got to win a game like this, right? Yeah. Against so a, against a rebuilding win it kind of team.
2: So second game, um, and this is interesting. So Exeter at Keene, we were out in the lobby talking. Ryan, you like Keen in this game, huh? Uh, <laughs> no. <I do. laughs>
1: I didn't say that. I,
2: what, what was it he said? Billy Ball's lost it. Uh, well, it do you ever actually
1: have the it? The guy no. doesn't know what he's you know doing. What, you know what? I might pick Keen after talking to Bill Ball about how great the Blackbirds are. <laughs> oh yeah, one of those. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, Lou Holtz
2: just, used to talk about Navy like was, it was. Oh yeah, geez, like it was Nebraska. We were 1970. They put their pants
1: I'll on one you, leg at a time. Billy was telling me, you know, how tough that team is, and and he loves the coach, and he loves he thinks they're he loves what they're doing but uh
0: running time yeah, two this, words for you yeah this this Exeter
1: <laughs> team is uh is is much improved from last year they're they're deep they're not the biggest Exeter team you're going to see but they're they got they're a little bit smaller and quick stocky fat they got a lot of speed and uh Ryan Grajava looked really good the other night i mean it's hard to i don't know how good bg is this year they had a backup quarterback going on last week
2: they just don't have any depth
1: but yeah keen's i don't think keen's going to be able to hang in this game
0: Yeah, we're all taking Exeter there. It looks
2: like so. Yeah, Um, Spalding, the Fighting McIsaacs of Spalding High School, are going to Stello Stadium to play Nashua North. I'm going to be. I'm going to be very brief in my pick. North. Well,
0: that's that. That just shows Curtis that, Harris that just shows that you've lost. Uh, you've lost it. Hey, your boys here, put up
2: right? what twenty-eight points yeah, last week. What, had, had
0: guys? what happened? Can you give
1: us any uh, info on that? <laughs> on that game? Because I I tried to talk to. Oh, I'm
2: dying here with Keely McIsaac. Uh, yeah,
0: my, all my I tried anal- to
1: connect with Coach, but I didn't get a hold of him.
0: <laughs> my analysis came from uh, from Keely McIsaac through Renee McIsaac. Apparently. uh... Yeah, so Spalding's opening up a little bit. They're not just... uh. Yeah, you Ryan, know,
2: Ryan Lane's a real good wide receiver yeah, for them, yeah. He's just, the leading receiver right now in
0: D1. Yeah, not just double uh, double wing and, and trying to, you know, the, with the fullback three inches behind the quarterback. Uh, they have Logan Gaboy's playing quarterback apparently he's He's pretty good. I don't. I'm not sure. I, th- I think he's one of those kids that hasn't played football in years. But they got a bunch of athletes out there. That's
2: he's... a good sign, by the way. When you get a, a good athlete to want to yeah. come back, you know what I mean? It exactly. means There's buzz around the program.
0: Yeah. So he's he's playing quarterback. Um, apparently, it was it was 35, or excuse me, 33 14. Spalding came roaring back in the fourth quarter, uh, recovered an onside kick after making it a 35 28, but or 33 28, and then uh, there was a flag on the play and. Uh, we got hoses. Play, Play by the rules. Play by the rules. We protection. We got, Kip, Kip, Jackson, we
2: got <laughs> Kip Jackson. You got away with one. Kip well, Jackson. Mean, you got away
1: with one. my I I was hearing all these things about uh, Merrimack and how they're going to be a tough team, and, and Spalding like almost beat them.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: So well, that, Kevin, Kevin Hebert d- does such a great job, you know, where, wherever he goes. So he's, you know, they'll, they'll, you know, they're not going to be the Spalding of. Of years past, they might not. Uh, you know, I'm not saying they're going to have a winning record, but they're going to be in these games.
2: Yeah, I like oh. it. So moving on to the next one, Merrimack at home against Dover. Uh Both teams one and zero. Dover went over to Keene, and and got the win. Aaron Kuba, Aaron Kuba's. Uh, his debut part two, uh, offense coordinator last couple of years um, at Dover and the head coach. Obviously, he's one of our guys. I like Merrimack at home. I do think Merrimack plays better this week. Jared Dyer is a beast for Merrimack, and I think they kind of figure it a little. I was surprised defensively that they gave up that many points to Spalding, um, but uh, and Dover can score, but Dover like when it kind of thinks like a year away, year or two away.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, Dover because Kumba won't talk to me if I pick Merrimack. That's that's my analysis. And I think Kip one... Jackson
2: won't talk to me, so there you go. I think <laughs> th- Kumba and I are friends enough, then he'll forgive me. I think this one's close, but
0: uh, you're probably got to give the edge to Merrimack being at home. But don't don't be shocked if Dover pulls off an upset. Yeah, yeah,
1: edge Merrimack, but I mean, if this game was like week seven, I I might lean towards Dover. I just think they're they're not quite there yet. A lot of penalties. Yeah, a lot of mistakes. La- yeah, got, I heard that. A young team. I heard that game against Keene took about two and a half hours. It's a lot of airmailed passes penalties uh I-, I think dover's gonna get there i actually i i like i like coach uh, Kumba a lot i think he he knows what he's doing he'll get dover going but this week that's gonna be a tough task going taking that young team over to merrimack and, and getting away by the so. way that
0: was my ticket to being in uh, boys with ricky santos because I-, I hadn't met him before i was yeah. like oh you're uh my boy Kumba. you're friends with him he's like oh yeah i love Kumba. i'm like all right no man
2: what was the game yeah. that you went to uh, years ago? It was Berlin at home in basketball against Summersworth. There was something like 49 <laughs> fouls.
0: Four out of five Summersworth starters fouled out, and the other one had four fouls. That's right. That's, That's what that happens when you go to Berlin and <laughs> Lebanon.
1: High school basketball officials is a whole other
2: podcast. Yeah. Uh,
0: Central's at Timberlane, Dave. Central, moving on. All uh, like Central. <laughs> boy,
2: oh boy. Uh, both of these teams got uh, got beat in, in week one. Um I'm going to go with Timberlaine, my boy Kevin Fitzgerald. I'm going to go with Timberlane to beat Central. I think Central, Central's a little down. Central lost on the Jamboree uh, to, to Milford. I think uh, I think Timberlane wins this game at home.
0: This is a spite pick because I took Timberlane last week,
2: and they failed me, so I'm going to take Barely Central. Barely failed you. Spite pick. Central
1: Central lost like 40 to nothing, right?
2: To Salem. To Salem's Salem. good, though. Salem's Salem. a wagon. Yeah, Salem, I had number three in the power. Po- oh, wait, I didn't I know. <laughs> I, oh, for 46 minutes, they had a third-place vote.
1: All right, so who are you taking, Ryan? Oh, uh... Yeah, Timberland. Sounds Timberland? good. All right.
2: All right. So, guys, let me do this because I, I got it in a certain order. So, the game that we are calling on Friday night, Concord at home against Bedford. Right. Uh, Bedford is a small – it's like if you've ever seen like a little schoolhouse on a hill, and there's one swing set outside. Uh, they've yep. got about 62 kids in the school. Uh, they're going to
0: co-ops with Newt next year, I think.
2: Yeah, it's going to be Newt Bedford next year. Um, Bedford's still figuring out who – I wrote about them today in the Thursday column, so check that out. But I, I think they're still figuring out who their quarterback is. Concord Concord lost their quarterback in the preseason and I don't mean to, I'm not laughing but in the preseason Eric Brown said he's our quarterback and we don't really have anyone behind him and then he went and broke his arm in the Jamboree Whoops. which stinks So I think Concord is another young team coming so I like Bedford Matt Corsetti and the franchise uh, are going to cover that game on Friday night for us
0: yeah I'm uh I'm gonna have to go with uh with Bedford and uh this is, I think this is going to be a good game for them to find themselves.
1: Yeah, I don't care if it's soccer, field hockey. (laughs) I'm going going with Bedford. Bedford. I'm going with Bedford. They
0: don't have a bowling team. You know why? Because they're cowards. Yeah. That's right.
2: At least they're... They'll probably
1: start winning that, too, in a couple
2: (laughs) years. Yeah, I don't think you want to call them out. They'll (laughs) they'll figure it out. The uh, Pinkerton Astros 0-1 are at home against the red-hot Manchester Memorial (laughs) Crusaders. Pinkerton. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> These <laughs> are not the Baker.
0: records we thought they'd have going in, was
2: it? No, not exactly. No. Although, I'll tell you, Goffstown, that was very surprising. They're mm. big and they're young. They may be coming. Uh, Justin Huff may be reloading like they did when they had that yeah. state championship team with Bork and uh, and Gervais and all those guys. So I'm going yeah. to
0: take a chance and roll with Pinkerton here, despite the fact that they have not won this season.
2: Yeah, I think Pinkerton's going to unload on Memorial, unfortunately. Um, yes. But great win by Memorial last week. Uh, moving to Division Two, Kennett at home against Pembroke. Pembroke uh, basically is is coming out of the war. It's like on The Walking Dead when somebody gets through like the castle full of zombies and they survive. That's what Pembroke looks because they had to play the Guilford, Belmont, Golden <sighs> Eagles, Red Raiders. I you know, don't know what they're. thinking. You know that's
0: well. O'Leary's uh, alma mater, right? Pembroke. Yeah, Pembroke. Oh, that's right. Go Pembroke, yeah. yeah. got it, Pick. I'm, I'm going with Kennett.
2: Sparty. He's going to pick up a chair and throw it uh, up,
0: at you. Up. Pick them in basketball,
1: but, you know, football, man. <laughs> That's what
0: I
2: always say.
1: Football, yeah, 40 to nothing to Guilford Gil- Belmont. Whoa, 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 excuse me, sir.
2: I don't like that tone you just used. 40
1: to nothing. That reminds me of when I was a junior in the football program. For, and that was This is back in, like, the early 2000s when Pembroke got its program going, and the gym teacher was the football coach. <laughs> His name was Coach Gridley. He was trying to recruit me in the hallway. Well, Larry, you'll start a tight end. I'm like, nah, Gridley, you're going to blow out all my knees if I come out. I've never played football in my life. I'm not playing football. I'm doing driver's ed, man. (laughs) So I got He's comparing your team to driver's
2: ed, is what he said. Yeah, so. Yeah, this just took a a dark turn. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So never, never, never would I pick the Spartans in football. All right. As an all, uh, as an alum, so I'll give me Ken in on how that. Many,
0: how many suspensions did Kenny get from that whole thing? That oh, was, uh, I don't even what, want to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, not Wait, enough what? To, what, what? What was this? Oh, it's a uh, well. Like, I think it made the New York this, papers. This they, the whole thing. Some Kenny players were suspended. Apparently, animal cruelty. Animal, yeah, one of them.
1: Oh, were, give me the Spartans. What, give yeah, me the Spartans. <laughs> <laughs> all right, there
2: we
0: go. Yeah, yeah, dude. The, dude I'm a big animal guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna take Kenny, but I don't feel good about it because that whole duck thing. That's that's all I to say. Oh, they were
1: screwing around with ducks.
0: One one of them. Yeah, they pulled a duck out of the water. One kid was abusing the duck another kid came over to try and stop it's a whole thing but okay yeah, that's weird not, not great do it
2: and your eyes will be yeah. like saucers reading it um bow with a very very big win over plymouth uh mcisaac i know you've been busy with your show but yes. i wrote today in the thursday column that plymouth had the opening drive went all the way down the one got stopped on fourth and one um they had a uh an offsides penalty that had knocked them back a little bit and then. Plymouth proceeded to get the ball three more times the entire football game against Bo. Three (laughs) times. So I've been bugging my friend. I talked to Chris Sanborn, my buddy, the head coach over there. For like forty minutes the other day, and I said, "You gotta get me your stats." He's like, "Dave, we don't have much for stats. <laughs> <laughs> they scored on a uh, on a fumble recovery." Um, but Bo, uh, Steve Garrett is legit. Uh, great win for that crew over there, Bo. I'm gonna go see them in a few weeks. Um, but they're playing Kingswood at Kingswood. I, I like Bo big in you, this one. You
0: don't feel this is a trap game going to Kingswood? I do yeah, not okay. see this as a trap game. Yeah, I'm gonna game. have to go with Bo as well there.
1: Yeah, you be you be Plymouth. Plymouth is that's that's a football town, man. Yeah. I used to cover Plymouth back in the day. Uh, you you beat Plymouth, you you're, you can take care of Kingswood. I know that.
2: Yeah. Uh, Manchester West is at home right down the street from where we're sitting right now. They're going to play Milford. I had a coach this week from D2. I was just talking to him on the phone, and he said, I think Milford is the best team in Division two. That mm. was his opinion. I picked them second behind Alvern. Um in the South Conference of Division Two, uh, love Jonesy and those guys, and uh, I just think Milford's a wagon. Gavin Erda is a football player. You will see him in the Chad game in July. Um, I like Milford to to beat Manchester West on the road.
0: Yeah, I gotta go with Milford as well. I mean, I know West is supposed to be uh, on the come up here, but. Uh... Division two every year most fun tournament right every single yeah, year. Well,
2: I mean from the beginning, right? Yeah, it's because the first rounds are so good.
0: Yeah, so I'll go with Milford there. And yeah,
2: what do we, do we have? Three or
0: four teams we think it
2: can win Division two. What do you think? I think yeah, I think we have th- four. I mean, I put Plymouth four, in there. Four legitimate. Plymouth, can win the Bo, whole thing. Uh, Alvern, and and Milford. I would yeah. say are the are the four best. We'll see what Saint Thomas can do. That was a tough loss. G- great win by South Yeah. Um, Ryan, what's your pick? For, oh, I'm sorry. Buddy. Yeah, yeah, Mil- Milford. Um, speaking of Sauhegan, they're going to play at home against Conval uh, next week. Uh, we are going to go out and see Sauhegan play at Alvern in our Ooh. game of the week, so excited to cover that one. Uh, Robin uh, Bowcat, a little shout-out to him. Um, Bowcat is one of the best uh, young coaches in the state. Did he is the jump new. jump in
0: the river? I don't know, he's the Chad
2: coach. Did,
0: uh, Wait, the so Chad... they can throw him in the river in July. Get the Chad game. Did he jump in the river after they beat St.
2: Thomas? I don't know. I can text them.
0: I need you to, to answer these questions. All right, I'll questions. text them right now right.
2: in live time. Um, they're going to play Conval at home, and they are going to beat Conval. That is my official prediction. The Sabres are going to move to 2-0. and oh. Yeah, even from Amherst, that's still a
0: long drive to get to, uh, to Peterborough. <laughs> Peterborough is a long way from everything. I love every time we do. It's a long way Conval, from – Val you talk about the drive. Oh, God. I had to drive there on Halloween one when I stopped at some – Pizza place on the way back, and then there was a metal show with a costume concert going. It was actually pretty awesome. But I was like, "Where am I?" And somebody's like, "Peterborough." Wait, time
2: out. What? Uh Co- what?
0: A, there was like a metal show, but it, there was a heavy metal. You're familiar with that genre, right? And everybody <laughs> was
2: wearing costumes. Really? <laughs> yeah. It was just like a, Eyes Wide Shut or something like I had that. A
0: picture somewhere. I was after a St. Thomas uh, Conval game, and yeah, that's what I. Th- I was like, "Well, I better get out of here before I lose more than my life." Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, that being said, I'll go South He.
1: Yeah that that Luke Manning the quarterback for Sauhegan that kid's that kid's a beast. He's really good. I'm not he fond was,
0: of quarterbacks named Manning so Yeah, he was I, yeah, right? He's he receiver. was
1: he was catching touchdowns, rushing for touchdowns and passing for him last week against St. Thomas. That's a good win for them on the road. I mean, yeah, I, I like Sauhegan.
2: Uh shout out by the way to Caden Perry from Goffstown. He won the this year's first uh uh, adrenaline Fundraising Buffalo Wild Wings Play of the Week. Very nice. Uh, uh, Robin Bocat is responding to me right now. Where, where, oh, 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 I'm going to find out Jump to the river. This is this what I can is, do for you. This is great radio. Uh, Pelham <laughs> at home against Sanborn. McIsaac, I'd like you to say that. Just say, just repeat what I just said. Pelham at home against Sanborn.
0: Sanborn's coming in to face the Pelham Pythons, Here We have
2: Matt Regan. Matt uh, Regan. I like Regan. Pel- I think Pelham holding Alvern to 15 points tells you how good that defense is. I think Pelham's every uh, year. their defense is pretty yeah, good. Yeah, right? they're legit. Uh, Matt Crowley, really good player for them. I like Pelham to beat Sanborn. Robin Bowcat, not yet. Dot dot dot. That,
0: that doesn't he's, mean he's not. The next game is tomorrow, so I, I, I. I'm very disappointed. Let me just say that. Yeah, I'll go with the snakes here. That's uh, and, and tell Coach Bowcat I'm disappointed too.
2: Yeah, who, I'll tell him to
0: listen to the podcast. I'm sure. not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yes, the Pelham over Sanborn. I like Pelham there. All right, you guys are both on Pelham. Yeah. Both on Pelham. Uh oh. Uh oh. Dissension <sighs> in the ranks. Oh. Yeah, I
1: don't. I. I mean, I have no idea. But I, I'm. Let me. <laughs> let me give Sanborn a little love. Got to give. Somebody's got to pick them.
2: All right. No, nobody has. Actually, to. wait. No. San- <laughs> wait. No. Uh,
1: Sanborn lost to West. I'm gonna go with Pelham.
2: All right. <laughs> <laughs> we got him. Uh, Kyrusas, two 0-1 teams. Kyrusas at home against Laconia, the Sachems, my hated rival growing up. I'm going to go with my hated rival growing up. I'm going to go with Craig Cousins' team to win. They got blasted, Laconia, in week one by yeah. – I think Hillsborough uh, – every year you and I kind of have teams that we kind of adopt and like. We like our Hillsborough Deering, Our Red Hawks. Red Hawks. Coach
0: O'Rourke on Twitter. Uh, he's, he's very yeah. active. Despite being a Giants fan, we like him. Uh, we like him a lot. <laughs> so, Former John Stark head coach, by the way. That's right. So uh yeah. yeah, what's what's up with Laconia? Did they just run into a wagon? Yeah, it lost
2: a lot. I do think they ran into a wagon. I mean I, I think Laconia I just I'm just gonna go with like the history of yeah. Laconia. I'm They've gonna got go, some pedigree. I
0: think Taylor Matos gets twenty rebounds in this game. I think Tommy Johnson hits uh like seventh. No, no, it's football. It's football Keir- football. Oh. I'm gonna go Kearsarge anyway. Oh, okay. Camper. Oh, he's not the coach. That's right.
1: Kearsarge Mount Royal, huh? Interesting. Oh, do
0: they so. have it
2: Mir- at mount Royal? Yeah, yeah, that's
1: that's what it is on the uh, NHIAA.
2: Yeah, yeah they, I think they co-opt. So. Oh, yeah, they got the yeah, yeah the Normandin brother, I think, is a wide receiver for him.
1: Yeah, I got I love Coach Cousins. Used to cover him back in the day, too, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Sage H- Yeah, he's now. a good guy. Yeah.
2: Um, one of my favorite, absolute favorite places to, uh, I'm on record for this, to see a football game in New Hampshire. And I'm going back in October with the franchise Jennifer Ch- Chick-Ruth Barnes Park. In Stevens, Stevens High School in Claremont, New Hampshire. This is a game I covered a couple years ago. Stevens at home against Newport. I like Paul Silva big with Keegan yes. McAllister, yeah. Quinton Bicknell, and the boys to win Stevens to go to two. And I got a great picture of uh of Keegan McAllister on our Thursday Thoughts site. Did you see it? It's a good picture. I,
0: I have not read the Thursday Thoughts yet, no, but I I have a picture of me at Wildcat Stadium wearing a Stevens helmet. With you wearing an Interlakes helmet. I was wrong on that. You remember day. that? I'm going to go with Stevens.
2: Go with that uh, that, video this too. is going to go to running time.
1: Was that for a championship game? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we- <laughs> and I I said to John Francis, <laughs> listen, this hilarious. I said to John Francis, the coach, for Alex, I'm like, hey, I told him like two days before, it's okay if I get like a lineman's helmet, we're going to do this bit. He goes, no problem. He literally gave me like a freshman's helmet. <laughs> that thing, Jeez. like my brain was squeezed yeah. in. I'm like, this is the helmet you're giving me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to fit that noggin of yours. <laughs> it is big. We have big – I don't know what the deal is with us.
2: Haley's. Maybe it's the Irish thing. Go with Stevens in this one, Ryan. I'm oh, yeah. Gonna... No,
1: Stevens is a Stevens is a little football town. All I, right. I, I mean, I like Stevens. They're, I mean, they're a good football football program.
2: Uh, Summersworth at home against Manadnock. I'm going to look both of you gentlemen Manadnock. in the Manadnock. eye and Manadnock. dare you to take Summersworth. Manadnock. How
0: – I said this in the top ten. How did Summersworth draw campbell Monadnock? To start this season,
2: Concord played... Who does Conc- S- Concord football opens with Londonderry? Then this week right. they play Bedford, and then next week they play Salem. <laughs> so so that's- somebody's very angry
0: at Somersworth and Concord. The, the, this is a war crime. Somersworth Summers,
1: plays uh, Somersworth's first four games at Campbell, Monadnock, home at Laconia, at Stevens.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's rough. Yikes. That's, that's rough. Yeah, that's the goal. Maybe they can win at Laconia. I'm,
0: I'm going to go with 0-4 uh, go with with nat-
2: on that. We yeah.
0: matched the Division 5. Was it a 2011 championship game? The, or 2010? Oh, yeah.
2: You and I were at that game. Yeah. Drew Francoeur? Yeah, a quarterback for yeah. Summersworth. Eight nothing, Manadnock won. God, yeah. You and I have known each other for a long time, yeah. man. So I'll go Woo. with uh, Manadnock there. Um, yeah, uh, Lincoln Blodgett, by the way, shout out is the newest member of the players' locker room. So uh, he joined this week, so it's like to have him on board. Uh, this is a game of the week in Division Three. Previewed it uh, today, Lebanon at home, Chris Childs against Trinity, John Tebow. Um, I put this in stat picks. This should be an excellent football game. I'm going to go with Lebanon, but this is a really good football game.
0: And I think I took Leb City only because they're at home for this one. So uh, I'll go with Lebanon. And also, I uh, believe the Dartmouth women's soccer coach, uh, his son plays on that team. And I cover a lot of Dartmouth women's soccer games, so I'm trying to uh, get some goodwill there.
1: Yeah, these teams, they both put up a ton of points in Week 1, blowout wins. So I think Trinity deserves to have someone pick him. so I'll take I'll take Trinity is legit, man. Yeah, I'll take Trinity.
2: Training is legit. So let's move over to Saturday. Uh, BG is at home. Do we do a Regan voice for BG? He's the basketball coach. Bishop, Grant, the Cardinals. Cardinals. going to hang a bit of Haley. My kids are doing a lot of homework. Uh, Nashua <laughs> South. Nashua South at BG. They're all from Nashua. So this is sort of yeah. like the Jets playing at the Giants or whatever. This is a tough one. I'm going to go Nashua South. I think South's going to be pretty good this year. Yeah, South. I need, oh I man be, that's I'm,
1: this is tough this I'm, is a really tough one uh i like i like some of bg's weapons but them losing their quarterback uh there's you know their senior qb in the preseason's real tough they were pretty vanilla against exeter they didn't have a lot of tricks up their sleeves i think they were just trying to find their way through that don't, game you don't
2: full bill ball you yeah
1: bill. <laughs> <You can't>, yeah <laughs> they weren't gonna try they didn't even try so <laughs> man i'm gonna take bg but that's that's a tough
2: one yeah uh, Wyndham. Uh, I was surprised that Wyndham got beat, really beat down by Bedford. I was surprised by that. But Wyndham is at home against Goffstown. This is a really interesting game. What? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Wyndham at home against Ooh. Goffstown, even though Goffstown just banged Pinkerton. I'm gonna. I just have a feeling about Coach Byrne and the crew over at Wyndham. I'm Ooh. gonna give Wyndham
0: that. You, so you're thinking an emotional letdown for the Grizzlies for the Grizzlies.
2: I just think Goffstown's a young team. You don't believe in Justin Huff, is what oh. you're saying? <laughs> yeah, and, yeah I terrible. will say I do believe in doesn't Justin know what Huff. he's doing.
0: It, is this game really being played at 10 a.m.? That's no. What I'm looking at. No, they Can't got all. they. they okay. That's
1: up. that's uh, Pacific time.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> with Pac-12 after dark. I'm going with Goffstown in that one.
1: Grizzlies. nh West. Take the, I'll take the Grizzlies.
2: <laughs> uh, game of the weekend, without question, uh, at Haverhill High School. Salem is at home, quote-unquote, against Londonderry um, in the 46 minutes that I had a vote. I did put a top 10 in the power poll, and I had Londonderry number one, Salem number three. Uh, Ryan, you'd be happy I have X in our number two And Bedford was four that's, that's, Again, that, that, that vote really didn't count that's, because that's a good spot for him. I was taken off The power pole in 46 minutes All all right, all right, all right. Um, well, I'm Cincinnati Londonderry Londonderry to win this one I, yeah. I think Jimmy Lozon's team Is the best team in the state right now
0: Yeah, I gotta go with the Lancers here And uh, that guy I blocked on Twitter From Salem That will not make him happy But Salem's uh, legit, man I'm going with Londonderry
1: What, someone was yelling at you On Twitter? You had to block him?
0: Some nutso Salem fan Yeah, yeah
2: I think <laughs> apparent, It was apparent
0: it, Yeah Anytime you didn't Say Salem could beat the 07 Patriots. He lost his ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: they seem like both great teams, but it seems like Londonderry is a consensus uh, top dog right now. So um, let's go with the Lancers and
2: Salem can try to prove everyone wrong. There you go. Merrimack Valley walking into the den to play the Guilford Belmont Golden Eagles. I think it's Belmont Guilford, isn't
0: it? Man, they still play. No, it. it's not.
1: <laughs> Did they still play football in that like random stretch of land?
2: It's a field. <laughs> it's, like, it's a cow pasture. Yeah, yeah,
1: the the pasture. It's
2: right by Sawyers and Patrick. Yeah. Patrick's <laughs> Pub, yeah, by yeah. the way. Shout so, out. Nice little place after it. Yeah. I'll take you over go. there, O'Leary. So we'll have a good time so, over there. So that, that, you a couple Irish say, guys at Patrick's Pub, Are you, you kidding just, me?
1: You just answered my question. So they do still play on that patch of <laughs> that patch of real estate. I right just there. don't like your tone, sir.
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> nice having the, you. No,
2: Guilford Belmont. I like I'll tell you Merrimack Valley's improved by Obviously I like my boys. Alex Cheek had a game and a half last week and uh Guilford Belmont's legit. I, I picked him to make the playoffs, and uh, I like him beating Mary Have we
0: established which uh, which kid is the uh, uh, um, the the Connor Walsh Award winner this year for the kid that's been in high school for for eight years? Because I feel like Alex Cheek's been at Guilford. He's
2: only a junior. He
0: is. I feel like you've been talking about him for six years now. Maybe, He's good. He's a nice kid too. <laughs> I'll,
2: that being said, yeah, I'll go. there is a kid that yeah, I I I'll, I'll come up with it. There okay. is a, there is a Connor Walsh kid.
0: Okay, uh, I'll go with Guilford, I guess.
1: Yeah, I've never picked Merrimack Valley in my life as a Pembroke guy, and uh, <laughs> no, you know, true. it's you just you can't travel onto that cow pasture and and, and win a game too often. <laughs> Jesus, so, tough uh, crowd. Love Guilford. Love Guilford in that one.
2: All right. I'm doing a game out there this year, and you, sir, are not invited. Uh, John Stark at home against the O and one Plymouth oh. Bobcats, and there's a lot of rumors. Justin McIsaac hot seat. Hot seat for Chris yeah, Sanborn. If okay. he doesn't win this week, he may be done. They may be fire. Jim Carrey may fire him by Tuesday. Your was, thoughts on that?
0: I was about to say it's uh you know, the dreaded vote of confidence, you know, <laughs> when uh you know, we, we still believe in Chris Sanborn. Uh, for now. It's uh I know. didn't
2: like Jim Carrey's answer. I called him this week <laughs> and said, Is Chris Sanborn's job safe? And I didn't like his answer. His answer was, Are you out of your mind? Well, That's what he said. So I think that means that he is in big trouble. Yeah, over
0: there. I'd have to say so. They're interviewing coaches, uh, you know, on the sly is what I hear. Some back channel negotiations.
2: Yeah, Brian Billick was in Plymouth, I guess, yeah. on Tuesday. Lane
0: Kiffin is <laughs> what I'm hearing. <laughs> Lane <laughs> Kiffin.
2: So I like, uh, I like Plymouth because I think they're just going to beat John Stark up line. John Stark has uh, Nico, uh, Nico's Piscaderos, uh, and Nate Tower. They've, they've got some really, really good skill players. Um, But uh, on the line, they don't have a lot of experience, and I think Plymouth's going to handle them on Saturday.
0: Plymouth by... Not literally a hundred, but maybe close.
2: Well, I don't, come on, give John Stark a little. Tough, no, s- a-
1: tough, tough spot for Stark, right? They get Plymouth coming off that loss. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is just a rough spot for them, uh, Bobcats all day.
2: All right, so this will be interesting for you two, um, and this is a terrific game. Uh, and when we put in staff picks, St. Thomas at home, 0 and 1 against Alvern. Before we get to our picks, as I put in the column today, so St. Thomas 0 and 1. Lost to a good Sauhegan team. No shame in that. They play Alvin this week. Then they play Sanborn. Then they play Milford and Plymouth after that. So, I mean, St. Thomas could be a good football team, and they could be one and four. So, I think this is a very important game for St. Thomas. Alvin uh, has a couple of linemen that are banged up. Yep. A little birdie told me. Um, So, Alvin... I like Alvin in this game, but it, this is a tremendous football game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Broncos. I'll
0: go with the Saints only because they're at home, and a little revenge factor for St. Thomas, right? Alvin knocked them out of the playoffs last year. Yeah, so, yes. yeah.
2: we did that game, 22-19. Yeah, Semifinals, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah, so I'll, I'll go with the Saints here.
1: Didn't didn't love uh, St. Thomas' defense in Week 1. Uh, I thought they struggled to tackle in space, and uh, Sauhegan kind of had a lot of room to operate offensively. That game wasn't even as close as it might have seemed. Uh, Sauhegan had... Two or three touchdown lead, I think, in the third quarter. Um, Saint Thomas, you know, caught up a little bit, but yeah, I, I, I didn't love the defense on the Saints side. I think they got a, a few things to iron out. You do
2: fifty-four passes, man. What do you think yeah, of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, that's that's rough. Ra- that I mean, seems alarming. Well, breaking a new coach too, so they're they're working yep. through it. Um, Dave Bryant. Yeah, uh, I give me Alvin.
2: All right. That St. Thomas. For, I, by well, the way, love Will McLean. Love watching that yeah, kid oh, play football. Oh, he's a beast. Love he, that
1: kid. He is a beast. He's a beast. He's I'm a sorry, can
0: you say it correctly? McLean. Yeah.
1: No, he he had something <laughs> like – no. you know what he did in that game that uh, you, you probably couldn't have known unless you were there? So he catches like a 60-yard touchdown where he like catches it along the sideline, throwing defenders off him. He, he breaks free. He had like another gear he kicked it into, and the kids stopped chasing him. So he had like the last 20 yards to himself, runs into the end zone, and then – Never never lets go of the ball. Just carries the football all the way around and then he just like lines up for the extra point. Like it was all in like one fell <laughs> swoop, like one motion, like no reaction, like scores a touchdown, keeps going, does like a little loop-de-loop, and like immediately just gets down into his stance to snap the ball as his teammates came over. And it was <laughs> it was like the best thing I've seen in a long that time.
2: That sounds like a kid of colors within the lines. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it was
1: just very uh I don't know. I loved it. Uh, so good for good for Will McLean on that. That was a great tel- uh, touchdown celebration. Is it
0: McLean or McLeans? I just want to make McLean, John, right? John McLean jokes. M- McLean. Uh, well, I have no idea. so
2: I got a little diehard. Just so we go off the rails real quickly here. Yeah. I in the rewatchables that Bill Simmons did, it's noted in the movie that he takes the cigarettes, uh, John McLean. Off one of the guys he kills, one of the uh, terrorists, yep. and they're German. They're very strong cigarettes. And yes. then when he gives it to, um, what was the bad guy's name? Oh my God, what's his name? I can't. I can't. Yeah, Klaus or no. Nah, 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 nah. When he gives it to him, the guy's smoking it. and He doesn't react that it's too strong, and that's when he knows he's one of the terrorists. Uh-huh. Get that? A little ah, inside. There you go, Bill Simmons. Shout that. out. All right, Hall's Brookline at home. They like to throw a Wimmer. Likes to throw to Wimmer. Um, I had fun doing Hallsburg Line basketball last year because the Wimmer brothers, uh, Sander and Quinton, were checking in for each other, and it was fun just to say one Wimmer has left and another Wimmer has entered. I don't know. Just Wimmer,
0: Wimmer, chicken dinner. They well. are
2: playing at home against Hanover. Hanover got beat up by Kenneth. Hanover is rebuilding this year, so I like the Cavaliers. Uh, Chris Lowness and uh, those coaches do a great job at Hallsburg Line. I like Hallsburg Line. Yeah, Big.
0: Great. Yeah, HB in this one, like you said, yeah, Hanover rebuilding, and you said line plays an issue for them. So, yeah.
2: I'll, I'll go line.
1: I like going third because I get the scouting reports from you guys. <laughs> um, and uh, so give me the Cavs.
2: Yeah, if a soccer game breaks out, I like Hanover. Uh, Hillsborough, yeah, Deering, Hawk, <laughs> the Red Hawks are at home against the Interlakes, Moultonboro Lakers. Uh, Chase Fanoff is my boy, the fence coordinator over there. I like uh, I like Hillsborough Deering and Hawkington big. I like them to roll for a second straight week over there and go to two and 0.
0: By the way, this game has stolen the uh, hyphen bowl moniker. I was gonna say it was yeah. the most it's From the Epic Newt Farmington or Epic uh, Newmarket Farmington Newt. So this is
2: this is
1: clearly the most characters when you like Hillsborough Deering Earls Molten, like yeah. that's the most characters of the week. Yeah. Um,
0: Red Hawk's big here.
1: Yeah. So we'll go with Hillsborough Deering on that.
2: Epping uh, is at home Campbell. against Campbell. Godspeed. Campbell. I'm gonna go with Ryan O'Leary's pick. <laughs> Keegan yeah, Mills, big.
0: That sounds. That sounds good. You yeah. know, what,
1: you gotta. I mean, poor Epping, man. Like, and it's it's not, it's not the you know their fault. Like their coach stepped down to take the uh, AD job at the uh, high school this year, but they've had literally six new head coaches in eight years now. Yeah, yeah. the, the Blue fine. Devils. Yeah, and it's just. You it's just, been rough. Yeah, me saying
2: hard. Campbell has nothing to do with them. It's Campbell. Yeah, yeah, it's, really good. Oh
1: yeah, and and Campbell's really I'm good. I'm not disrespecting but, but
2: yeah, it's, MP, hard to, you it's hard market. to get program tradition. Right. When you have a different voice. Yeah, every Yeah, that's single just rough.
1: Year. And yeah. and they they're trying and they just can't figure that part out. So that's tough.
2: Yeah. Newfound is at home against Raymond. Raymond just whooped up on Fall Mountain in on week one. So I'm going to go with Raymond. I guess Raymond's got a kid back from I'm – ta- I'm trying to do D4 preview next week. Talk to those coaches. I guess Raymond's got a kid who went to Pinkerton last year who's oh, back at really? Raymond. Oh, That's enough for me. Well, I'm going with Raymond.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when, when I saw them, it was last year or the year before, they had, like, some super talented freshmen. And they got beat up by Summersworth. But uh, – this is when they were still in Division Three. That
2: might have been the kid who left and came back. I, I don't know. Okay. I don't want to speak out of school, but some, I heard.
0: They had some super talented freshmen that just didn't know how to play yet. You know what I mean? And I was like, ooh, a couple of years, they'll be good. And then Division Four happened. And last year, I think they were competitive. And this year, I uh, my Raymond Rams. I like What? Them. Yeah, that's right. I'm you de- just – what? I'm declaring Raymond as my Raymond Rams. You own him. That's right.
1: Got some Got some breaking news here. Nothing to do with high school football, but Sam Darnold is out this week for the Jets with Mono.
0: Mono <laughs> kissing a high school girl. Yeah, exactly. No, that was that was Sanchez. That's what you
2: did.
1: So breaking news here on you guys' podcast. Uh, yeah, Darnold out with mono. What the hell is that kid doing? Uh, yeah. So Newfound. I, I don't know where they've where they've come since the days that I first started covering. Newfound was new. good last year. I remember they didn't even have their own home field back when I was covering. They were on the road every week. And Ryan is tough on the, uh, the Lakes Region Field. Yeah, man. I am. I am. Uh, Got to go. Got to go with the Rams.
2: Um, and shout out to my boy Chris Wilkinson out there who at our fantasy draft decided that he would go with Jameis Winston as his only quarterback. <laughs> 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 How did that work I mean. out? Yeah. <laughs> I get to play them this week, which is fun. Uh Derek Carr, the newest member of his team. Winnesquam Bears. I just was with them last night. I finished my adrenaline fundraising fundraiser with them. Um say that three times fast. Uh they're playing Fall Mountain at home, which Fall Mountain was I was surprised that they got beat. I had heard good things. But I'm gonna go with Phil Nichols and Gunnar Horman and the boys over at Winnesquam. I think Winnesquam's gonna be there again in the end. Bears. Is Pat oh. Riberty still coaching over there? No, no. He stepped down, and Derek Hunt is the head coach, okay. who was an assistant, long-time assistant. All right.
1: I still like the Bears. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Franklin, this one could be gross. Franklin lost uh, 15 seniors last year. The Franklin Golden Tornadoes. They're hosting your— I'm looking at you. No. Yes, I am. I already have a Division farming. Farmington, 14. Newt. Division 14. Tigers? Are they Tigers? Yes. Yeah. What is Newt, the Rams? The Rams. Oh, that's yeah. right. They are farmington newt uh franklin at home this is one of those games where i just simply go with whoever's at home if it was at farmington newt i'd probably go with them but i'm gonna go with franklin
1: yeah tradition a little bit more on the uh franklin side right and they get the mascot golden tornadoes i will
2: i
0: will yes. go with adam thurston and the farmington i like newt it Rams. i like he's it. not
2: coaching that team <laughs> are you sure there's nothing to do with that you sure no joel Shagnon neither he hmm. does nothing to do with that. I'll still go with Farmington. Like Somehow that. we got through this and we're down to our last game. Mascoma, <laughs> right. which I will not call Valley. It's Mascoma. Mascoma is at home against Bishop Brady. This is two teams that won big in week one. So this is a really good Division Four game. I'm going to go with Mascoma. I went with them in staff picks. I took them. Why are you looking shocked? You don't know anything about either team, so why are you looking shocked? I just,
0: that was the way you said it. Was uh, You're like, ah, nah, nah, nah. I I'm going to go with Mascoma. And, 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 and I was emphatic it surprised about it. me, yes. Uh, based on your recommendation, I'll also go with Mascoma Valley. All right. No,
1: yeah, we, ca- it's we Mascoma. Can't. <laughs> All right, I'll go with. I'll just go with Brady because we can't have everybody take yeah.
2: Mascoma. Come on. Yeah, and oh, the last pick here, I like Pennywise over that little girl that followed him into oh, the stands. How dare you! I haven't seen the movie yet, yes. but is Georgie in the sequel? I didn't make the sequel.
0: <laughs> so the Patriots Dolphins lie. and we, Bob Lip and I talked about staying in Miami for this game, but. Uh, after seeing the Dolphins' performance uh, last week, it's not worth it. It's time. not good. The, the Patriots are 19.5 point favorites on the road.
2: 19.5? It started at <laughs> 16.
0: <laughs> last uh, check, it was 19.
1: I think it might be, I think I would take the Dolphins in that um, if I'm picking against the spread. I don't know if Bill's going to try to beat uh, B Flow by 30. La- yeah. You know?
0: But- there, there is there is a conspiracy theory. You might not theory. be able to help it. Yeah, there is a conspiracy true. theory out there.
1: They could they could run the ball a lot in this game, though. Yeah. They they might not put up 50 like everyone thinks.
0: That, um, the, the theory is that Bill Belichick tanks some of these games to his former assistant coaches. You remember last year they got smacked by the Titans? They got smacked by the Lions? Uh, it, yeah. In other words, uh, how do he you calls lose off the Matt dogs against his friends, remember he lost to Chip Kelly's Eagles? Yes. Uh, okay. He's, so. they, I don't think
1: they could lose <laughs> if they tried. But, yeah, that's. I, that's, I do think that... You know, can can the Dolphins lose by less than twenty? I think that's possible. I, don't. I do I'd lay the
0: points if if that were legal. So, yeah, they, completely they, were,
2: not. they were horrendous last week. So
1: yeah.
0: So Ryan, what are you guys covering this weekend? Uh, at dot com.
1: You know, for we're definitely going to be all over that portsmouth with kind of game. Yep. That's kind of our game of the weekend, and uh, you guys. Will care not about this, but uh, Marshwood's playing Thornton Academy in Maine.
0: The battling butlers of, yeah. of Thornton Academy. Yeah, yeah. So no, Marshwood is a main wagon, Dave. Yeah,
1: they I are. know. And that's I drive be, by
2: it when I go to the links at Eller.
1: Those are the games that uh, that we're focused on. Probably do something with uh, St. Thomas Thomas-Alvern as well. Did Marshwood
2: um, go up a
0: division? Is that, I No, I'd... they're
1: still they're still in Class B.
0: Yeah, they should not be.
1: Yeah, you could probably make that debate, right? Yeah, uh, you can make that. You could easily make that debate, um, especially when you're. You're winning your championship games like 40 to three or whatever it yeah, was last every year, year. Yeah. yeah it's rough <laughs> uh i mean their regional final is always much better than their state final right um but i don't want to bog you guys down with too much main football talk uh, no, but i, don't I think, think i think that portsmouth win a game is interesting right it's yeah. really interesting you get the clipper cats i do too i think s-
2: they got to win that one i, I think they you're right do.
1: They're, yeah. they're like they're on the come win a is kind of on the rebuild you know new coach a lot of new starters uh pretty much the entire team is new starters. Eighteen from last and twenty two starters, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost. So I mean, it's hard to even predict what's gonna happen. I think we all I think we all took Portsmouth, right? But uh it's not like Portsmouth is a shoe in the win that game, right? This right. is this is an interesting matchup. And uh so that'll be a fun one. And we'll be all over that on Twitter and and you know Game recaps, photos, all
0: kinds of stuff going on. Gotcha. Where is uh, where are the cameras headed this weekend, Dave?
2: We are Bedford. We're gonna we get the champs, uh, defending champs Bedford uh, against Concord. Pete Terrier. I think people are concerned that he's tied to a chair in someone's basement right now, and, uh, we, <laughs> and he's not. He's out there. We're just trying to get him back into the schedule. But Pete Terrier has not been fired. He did not quit. Um, and then McIsaac, uh, you should be out soon. We'll be getting you at some Spalding games and so forth. Right? That's
0: right. And uh, to make sure you tune in. Saturday six thirty for the uh, pregame show. I know uh, next
2: week we're trying to do two games, and one of them will be Alvern and Sauhegan, uh next Friday night. So we're we're right starting up. to figure out the schedule.
0: All right, and Saturday six thirty. Uh, yeah, uh, that's when the pregame show starts for UNH at FIU. Let's get an upset there. My
2: dad says he's listened to you. See, there you go. All you just do do play golf on them once, and you got, a, you got a listener out of it. That's right, yeah. One at a time. He's, that's brick a, by brick. Brick
0: by brick. Oh, and uh, Dartmouth UNH Women's Soccer. I'll be on ESPN Plus tonight, so tune in for that.
1: Yeah, I was listening, too, on my way back from St. Thomas on Saturday, and I was just you know swearing at my dashboard. <laughs> that's just because you know me. And Fumbling like, the ball in like your own end zone. Yeah. Oh, it's rough. That was a rough loss. That was a safety.
0: I swear to God, those crooked refs. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for this week. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for coming in. Appreciate you got it. it.
1: I thanks, buddy. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah. No. no we'll problem. do this again. Okay.
0: Yeah. All right, and we'll uh, we'll see you next time.